What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to True North Talk, episode 12 of season 2, with your favorite hosts, with the most, Joseph Staten and Peter Burtonette. And this podcast is an interesting one because I'm currently on my lunch break, <laughs> sitting in the parking lot of a park. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We had to get this out for you guys, had to get it done, and, uh, you know, just really, really wanted to get this out there. And this episode that we um, really look forward to and... Uh, pretty passionate about today's topic and it's definitely going to be focused and and more brief in scope, which is okay. I think it's good for something like this. Um, and honestly includes probably one of my favorite scriptures. If not, it's probably top three for me. Hmm. I know my, my life verse is first John one nine, which is in my, is in the Liberty Christian yearbook with my picture next to it. But, uh, this section from, uh, from Mark here is also one of my favorites and it's one that I wrote on my, uh, you know, I would frequently write on my personal goals and something that helped me achieve things in my life and, uh, something I always go back to. So, you know, we're going to be mixing in some scripture today and also just some principles from Think and Grow Rich and a couple, I guess a couple other sources as well regarding the power of belief. But before we get into this episode, Peter, do you want to give any opening thoughts and just, uh, yeah, anything you want to say before we get into it? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was something that we talked about more off the podcast or if we did talk about kind of the power of prayer and especially the power of belief in prayer on the podcast. I, I feel like we either might have mentioned it or maybe it was something we talked about a little bit more off the podcast because now that I think about it, last week was more about uh, th- being thankful and everything and grateful, but I think it's it's a really good episode to have and really just honing into the power that God gives us over our own minds. You know, it's it's kind of it's something that I've kind of clinged on to recently is kind of the irony of to have control of our mind. We can only achieve that by giving over control to, to the Lord, giving over control of our mind to God. And I think when we do that, then he gives us, you know, a, an opportunity to tap into that, you know, divine, divine intelligence, I think is one way that it's said. I'm trying to remember exactly the way it's worded in Think and Grow Rich, but um, I think it's, there, there's power to that. And when you, when you truly believe, I think when you ultimately, really, it's not even so much believing in yourself, but it's believing in, in Jesus, believing in God to provide. And when you have that, um, you know, really, I believe that there there are no limits. And I mean, a verse like Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, you know, I think that's just the perfect verse to kind of describe what we're going to be talking about here. Yeah. And like, and like Joe said, we're going to actually be, be pulling a couple passages from Mark. There's a couple of really good, good verses about um, when you have belief, you know, just what you can achieve when you have that. So I'm definitely looking forward to reading, reading those passages and diving into exactly just what belief, true belief looks like and um, what what it looks like, you know, just giving over, giving over control to God and how when we do that, then we have access to, to that divine intelligence. Yeah, I think in the, I think in Thing Girl Rich, it's infinite intelligence, but same mm-hmm. thing, you know, just pretty much the same idea. Um and yeah, I mean, this, this whole really subject of today's episode is, is one that I commonly come back to in my life. And, you know, it's something that thankfully, like, you know, I had a dad who owned a business and t- 
taught me to think outside the box and did exercises with me as a, as a kid to use my imagination and just think creatively. And, you know, I think if you're a person out there who's listening today to this episode and you have any aspirations that are um, outside of the traditional route of, you know, going to school and get a nine to five job and work that job until you retire, you know, if you have any own, if you have any of your own personal goals that are big goals or you have creative outlets or goals that you like to do with that, this episode is just going to be perfect for you. And it's also good for, um, anybody, really any situation that you're going through a challenging time or struggling or anything like that, as far as having faith, um, through those hard times. And, um, yeah, it's just such a great, such a great topic. So, um, just to open us up, I guess there was a book I read when we were actually in high school, Peter, it's called the Midas touch. And it was written by Robert Kiyosaki and also Donald Trump was a part of that. Uh, it was a book about business, and there was some real estate stuff in there, but also just the mindset you need to succeed in business and in life. And there was a quote I, I put on the outline here li- lower down, but th- the quote is, if you're going to think, you might as well think big. Hmm. And something my dad taught me is, you know, if you're going to aim, you need to aim high, because even if you miss the target, you're still going to hit pretty dang high. Hmm. And I think it's just a really important principle, um, you know, no matter what we're going at in life, like we need to shoot big, we need to think big and you need, and you need to believe that it's possible that what you want to do is possible. And, you know, I'm sure you could speak on this for a little bit, Peter, but I know it's, it's a beautiful realization when we are, you know, when we live this life, it's such an amazing thing to have life. I'm so thankful every day that I wake up in this world and, and to, to live this life because, I feel like God just gave us a, a, a blank canvas um, as human beings, and really we can just paint the picture that we want to paint every day, and we can build the things that we want to build, and it's just an amazing opportunity every day we wake up, and this life is just an, really an amazing opportunity to to build, and it's just super exciting to me, but I think that quote there is a good one, and it also goes in line with the passage from Mark that I included, um, and again, I, I, this is something that I, I include and I included, I remember there was a specific time in high school when in my junior year and I sat down one evening on a fall evening and I was like, you know what, I'm really going to get serious about what I want to accomplish this fall. And I wrote down a list of goals and I signed my name and I put this quote at the bottom and I read it every time I looked at my goals, I read this quote and it was the end of the scripture here. So I'm, uh, Peter, do you want to read that scripture? Mark nine fourteen through 29? Yeah, yeah, I can, I'll pull that up. Um, cause, Unless you had any other thoughts before then, because I know I kind of touched on a lot there. Yeah, uh, real quickly, I mean, it's kind of the old adage that I think of is, you know, if you shoot, shoot for the moon and you miss, you'll still land among the stars. And I think some people almost sometimes might be like, don't set goals that are quote unquote too high. And And I think that's kind of minimalist thinking. I think we should aim high because ultimately, even if we fall short of that goal, like you said, like like what your dad told you growing up, you know, we're still going to have, you know, incredible accomplishments. If we set a goal for ourselves, that's, you know, to some people seems too high. Even if we don't achieve that goal, we're still going to end up higher than other people who are too afraid to take a risk or to truly, you know, go for, for the biggest possible thing. So, yeah, I, I think... In, in that, it's definitely, I, I certainly agree with that thinking. I think if you're going to set a goal, 
I'd rather I'd rather set a big goal and ultimately fall short of it than I mean there there is something to setting a small goal and like being able to to achieve that and kind of it being a sure thing but I think that can sometimes minimize what we can truly accomplish if we and again there, there's a process too I think I think the best way to do it is to set a big goal kind of down the line or maybe you know you don't want to set it too far in the future because then it feels like you could push it off but I think to set a big goal and then to kind of have little goals along the way to get you there. I think that's the best way when we talk about belief and achieving our goals. But real quick, I just wanted to ask because it's uh, here it's Mark nine fourteen through 29. Um, but you, you have here on the outline through 23. Do you, do you want me to read uh, after, you know, through verse 23 or do you want me to just stop there? Uh, we can go through we can go through 29. It should have been 29 on the outline. So, OK, cool. Well, I'm just going to pull that up. I'll, I'll read this here while I'm pulling the, the rest of the verses up. So again, this is Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29, getting started on this. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And they asked him, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, him, him and all these references being Jesus, I believe. Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out and they were not able. And he, and he, Jesus answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, um, from childhood, and it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And this is verse 23 here. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can only come out by prayer. Hmm. Yeah, and Mark 9.23 is the <clears throat> is the exact verse that I would always, you know, write down for myself. And um, it's just amazing to see that because, like, I know... I see, I see all the time all over the place in secular literature and just in the world, you know, people say, oh, you can, you know, if you believe you can be whatever you want to be and do whatever you want to do, if you believe it, you know, if you, if you believe that you can, and it's great and it's great to see that and think that, but like, just to see that Jesus himself, the son of God, you know, God incarnate taught this principle, I think is pretty incredible. And, you know, also just that story kind of reminds me of the command that God gives us over evil spirits and, and just evil in general. And <clears throat> I know it's kind of, this might not be like exactly aligned with, I guess maybe so in the power of belief, but just, I think it's a good reminder for us to know, like 
every day in this life, we are in a battle spiritually. And, you know, we, Peter and I talked about this at length in our episode about Nefarious, the movie Nefarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the reality of spiritual warfare and demons that are prowling on, you know, waiting for us to slip, causing us to, trying to cause us to fall. And, and, you know, we need to be really vigilant every single day in prayer and, something I've been convicted of recently and something I've definitely been, uh, intentional about doing is just praying, praying over my, my walk and just my daily life that God shield me from the attacks from hmm. the enemy and spiritual warfare. Because honestly, you know, doubt, I think, I mean, I'd have to do research on this, but I guarantee you there's, there's a spirit of doubt. There's a spirit of unbelief. Um, and I think that's sometimes what the Bible is referring to when it, you know, when it talks about God opening the eyes of somebody or God, you know, re- uncovering the eyes so that they can see and believe. I think, you know, the spirit of unbelief and doubt is very powerful. And I guess maybe you could say that's a spirit of fear to a certain extent, because when it, when it comes to people that are, you know, as you were saying earlier, Peter, that, you know, if you're too scared to set a goal or if you're too fearful to step out and do something on your own that's risky, you know, ultimately what's causing you to be fe- to, to not do that is a spirit of fear. And faith is the, the, uh, is the opposite of fear, right? If mm-hmm. we have a spirit of faith and belief, fear cannot thrive. Fear, fear really has no place. And, you know, one of the amazing stories to me, I, I wanted to tie in a little bit of thinking grow rich in this episode because it's just un, undeniably tied in with this. Right. But one of the amazing stories to me was, um, Edwin Barnes from, uh, Thomas Edison when he, you know, the man that was convinced that he would work with Thomas Edison. Right. And, you know, this, this was a man with no background, really no, no riches, no, no fame, nothing like that. And of course, back in his time, Thomas Edison was a very famous inventor and you know, very famous. And this man decided one day, you know, he had a passion for the inventions and, and just decided that I'm going to work with Thomas Edison. I don't care what it takes. And he would say this and people would call him crazy. And, you know, he decided to get a train ticket one day and went, went out to where Edison was and his factory and walked in the, into where Edison worked and told them, I want to meet Thomas Edison. They're like, who are you? We're not going to, you can't meet Thomas Edison. He's just some random guy. What, What the heck? But he eventually got a job, the very bottom tier job you probably could get at the place. I think it was like a janitor role or something like that, cleaning the floors. But he, the thing about this man is that he had made up his mind. He was, and he had already decided, right? And that's the thing that I think is the other scripture you, you have in the outline, Peter, is believing that you've received it. You know, he had visualized it he had already believed that it was, it already happened. Like he's, he's working with Edison period. I don't care what it takes. It's just happening. And his crystallized belief, he, his, his being became so convinced that nobody could tell him otherwise. And that fear, fear was an afterthought for this, for Edwin Barnes, you know, he didn't care. And lo and behold, eventually he became the top salesman of, of one of Edison's inventions and basically became his, right-hand man in a lot of ways. And that story just spoke to me um, in so many ways, but it's just a great display 
of this idea of just right. having that undying, unwavering faith. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that story or anything to add, Peter. Um, but if not, I think, you know, that other scripture you have on here would be a great, a great supplement to this story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think one one additional thing before I do dive into reading that scripture, I, I, I like also what it said in the passage that, that you that you chose, Mark nine verse twenty the next verse, Mark nine twenty four. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief. So I think that's an important acknowledgement that we need to make that even even if we do have, you know, power of, of our minds and we're able to truly believe and we have strong belief, there still will be moments where we do have unbelief. And I think that's a prayer that all of us should echo of yeah. I do believe, but Lord, help me overcome my unbelief. Because there are still doubts that pop up. There are little fears that pop up in our minds. There are still you know, moments where we don't believe, or at least maybe we don't believe fully. And so I think having that prayer consistently is very important too, because it just solidifies the importance of having that belief and having that true trust ultimately in God. Because when we have belief in something, Again, it's it's. I think I mentioned this earlier in, in this episode. It's not in our, it's not belief in ourselves, but it's in it's a belief in what God can do through us. And so I think when we have that, there's there's true power to that. And yeah, if unless you had anything that you wanted to to add on to that, I, I'll read the Mark eleven twenty two through twenty five. Uh, I'm just I'm glad you said that because I was actually going to mention that too, and I forgot to. So that's yeah, hundred percent. Perfect. Yeah, but then but then going into this this other passage, Jesus answered, "Have faith in God. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours." And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. So I think from from that the, yeah. the last part there acknowledging that you know we do need to purify our, purify our minds when we go into a situation where we need to have belief and making sure also I I think also some people can take this verse out of context and think oh if I ask for something in prayer and I believe that I received it I'll receive it regardless of what it is I think there is still and there's other verses that touch on this more about you know when you ask for something you know, you ask for things with pure intentions and pure motives. Um, yeah. But if but if you have that belief that you will receive that again, like it's like Jesus says here, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So if that's if that's you know you need a spirit of confidence going into a job application or something like that or into some sort of opportunity, believe that you'll have that confidence and it will be yours. If you are struggling, wondering if you're going to be able to to make ends meet financially, believe that you have received that money and it will be yours. If you're fearful about whether you are going to be able to accomplish a task that you have to get done for work or for school or for whatever that task might be, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This truly applies to every situation. And I think also... You cannot overstate enough the importance of whatever you ask for in prayer. I think that ties in all of this is that we need to be in that constant communion and communication with God asking for these things because it's one thing to believe that we're going to receive it, but we still need to kind of take that initiative of asking God being like, hey, Lord, please, you know, 
your your will be done. I know that that it, if it's part of your plan, this will be provided. And, and just like having that true belief, and I, I think we we did talk about this in the last episode. Now that I think of it, about this belief, and so I know we wanted to expand on it a little bit here. And so I think that's so important. I mean, it's it's coming to the Lord first and foremost, presenting that request to Him, believing that you have received it. And like Jesus says here, you know these these aren't our own words. These are what Jesus said. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer. Believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This isn't some empty promise from some, you know, book written by, you know, some, you know, self-improvement person or something like this. These are the words of Jesus Christ. And so we can take full stock in this statement here that whatever we ask for in prayer, believe that we have received it and it will be yours. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful reminder. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's the word of God. Amen. It's the literal word of God. And what do we know about the Word of God? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and mm-hmm. the Word was with God. Yep. The Word of God is the living, breathing embodiment of God, the, mm-hmm. the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the creator of everything. And Amen. You know, th- there's a song. I th- <sighs> What is a song? I forget what the title is, but it's. I was just listening to it today, and it says... I know your problem seems God-sized, but if you could see it through God's eyes, hmm. you know, how would that change things? And just, and, and that's something that I've thought about too, when I pray quite a bit. And, and the, I think the song is called right on time. It's got Toby Mac and I forget the, the original guy in there, but okay. you know, something I think about a lot when I pray about these things is like, you know, God literally created the earth. Hmm. He created the universe. DNA. Yeah. He, he created everything in this world. He created the laws of physics, the laws of nature, you know, to think that he can't answer this prayer is just ridiculous. And that's part of that prayer that you mentioned in the section, second version of, of the scripture there from Mark that helped me with my unbelief is, is that's kind of that prayer is like, Lord, you know, if I, if I don't believe you can do this, please, I just speak against that. I pray you just mm-hmm. replace that unbelief with faith and just realizing how small our problems realistically are in God's eyes. And whether that problem is like a lack of faith in yourself or or whatever it is, um, it's just so important. And and this also kind of touches on what we talked about last week a little bit with how to pray properly and just, you know, the proper way to do that is like Jesus said right there, believe you have received it and it's yours. So that means when you pray for something and like you said, so long as it's with pure intentions and it's God's, God's will, Mm -hmm. And by the way, God's will is that we ask him for things. He said, he said, what's that scripture about, uh, you know, ask your heart's desires and I will answer them or something like that. I forget what it um, says well, exactly. I don't know if this is exactly what you're referencing, but like asking you will receive, knocking the door will be opened. And there's, there's one yes. other in there, but uh, I'll, while you're, while you're talking, I'll look that up so we can get, uh, you know, the correct wording of that. But I think that's probably what I you're thinking of. I think there was a Psalm. I could be wrong about that, but it says, it's talking about being one with God and being in communion with God. And it says, I will give you your heart's desires and I will answer your heart's cry or something like that. Okay. And so I think that, I think that is different. Yeah. God's will is that we do ask him for things. You know, I think there's this idea out there in some Christian circles and churches that, you know, it's like, you know, we can't ask anything. Because God, God's will is, is, is God's will. And what his will is already going to happen no matter 
or what we do or ask. Well, guess what? God's will is also asking for what we need. Um, and you have faith that you have received it. Jesus said it will be yours. So very powerful stuff. And uh, would recommend always everybody go check out Think and Grow Rich. It's a great book. <laughs> we still haven't dedicated an episode to it fully, which I don't know how we haven't at this point, but maybe we could uh, we could do that in the near future. And and I know there's a couple people that have, have read that book that I'm friends with that probably could speak on it too. So maybe we could have somebody on to talk about that. But yeah, just a great uh, a great topic here, and and hope everybody walks away from today with just a renewed um, spirit of belief and, and encouragement and just uh, just a new perspective on this. So I don't, did you find that in the scripture though? Yeah, it was, it was Matthew 7, 7. And it was, it was basically, it was asking you ha- and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be open to you. Matthew 7, 7. I'm not seven, sure. Seven, I'm not sure about go. the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So pretty, pretty good. And you know, Lord's number, pretty easy to remember. Um, numbers, it's probably something else as we, as we approach the, the, the Christmas season here, um, probably some, I anticipate probably some sort of episode, hopefully about the power of names, um, especially in regards to the genealogy of Jesus. So certainly something to keep an eye out for, but you know, it took, it took belief from, from all of those people. I think another passage that talks, it's called the hall of faith and obviously faith and belief are pretty, pretty interchangeable. They're, they're a little bit different, but very similar. Um, I think it's Hebrews 11, I might, it's either Hebrews 11 or it's, it's somewhere around there. I believe it's Hebrews 11 that talks about all the, you know, people leading up to Jesus in, in the old Testament, especially, you know, people like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and among others who, who had faith in the Lord and who had, you know, had everything come to them. So, yeah. And just real quick too, I did find Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, Psalms 24 as well. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. So again, right there, he will give you the desires of your heart. So God, God's will is that we delight ourselves in him and then he will give us the desire of our heart. Does that mean that if we ask for a billion dollars, we're going to all be billionaires? Obviously, of course not. But, you know, if we desire, you know, for example, if we desire to, to own a business and we make that a resolute goal and we have faith and believe we received it, the likelihood is God's, God's going to inspire you. He's going to give you ideas. He's going to, he's going to bless your, your plans. And, mm-hmm. um, there's just so many great, just beautiful takeaways from this scripture today. And, um, yeah, just hope everybody is encouraged from today's conversation. So Peter, I don't know if you have anything else to add, but if not, would you mind uh, leading us in prayer? Yeah, yeah, I can. I'll just dive into the prayer. I think probably touched on everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Father God, thank you for, for another opportunity to come together and to speak on your word. And thank thank you that most importantly, you know, that's, that's where everything comes from. I know we reference things like Think and Grow Rich, but I pray that we would always just remember the sovereignty of your word and how everything that is in there is true. It is life-giving and it is powerful. And so I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the reminders that we that we spoke about today of the power of belief. I pray that we would have these these 
these traits of belief that we would that you would help us lord like like the man cried in in mark 9 24 help me overcome my unbelief um and i thank you that that you do help us overcome that 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 is a promise that you have for us that um all things are possible for one who believes and whatever we ask for in prayer believe that we have received it and it'll be ours so i just thank you for those reminders from today's from today's podcast lord and i just thank you for for the power that that you that you give us access to ultimately to have something that we believe and to know that we can't achieve it and just thank you for for the power of that and how how beautiful that promise is and i pray that as we head into this christmas season that we would remember the the ultimate reason for it and thank you for what a blessing it is your your coming to this earth and being born born of a virgin living a perfect life and then dying for our sins and being raised again and thank you just for for that reminder too as we head into the the christmas season in jesus name Lord, I, I echo everything Peter prayed and I just ask that we all have a spirit of faith and not fear and that we uh, just take heart in the in the promises of your word and just the, the encouragement and the light and truth and just the opportunity that we all have every day to wake up and paint, you know, paint whatever we want on this canvas of what we call life and uh, just so grateful for all the opportunities you provide us every single day to witness to others to be a light, to live fruitfully, to live righteously. Um, and Lord, I pray that we all have a renewed spirit of, of, uh, just vigilance, Lord, when it comes to our faith and our walk and knowing Mm -hmm. the power we have with prayer and faith to, to cast out fear and to cast out doubt and just pray that we all, uh, we all grasp this concept and and just really allow it to soak into our hearts and, and our minds. Mm-hmm. I just pray everybody walk away from today's episode with that that newfound belief and faith in that, Lord, that we all accomplish what we set out to accomplish so long as it, it is pure in, in, in its intentions. Mm-hmm. So we just uh, pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 12. I know it's a little bit of a briefer episode, but straight to the point and hope you guys took some things away from today and um if you made it this far we really appreciate you listening make sure you like and rate our podcast on spotify and apple and share it with somebody who needs to hear it and with that being said we'll see you in episode 13 peace